Here's the pitch. It's grounded over the left side. Great play by Correa. Gets up on his feet and makes the play to get some no. That spun him around as he dove to his right. Went down, popped up, and got Sano on a beautiful play by the shortstop. When he got down to his knees, I thought that ball might get by him, but he was still able to spring up and grab that baseball and then got to his feet and got off a strong, accurate throw. Excellent play. Well, he just doesn't look like a 6'4 guy. Pops up like he's a six-footer. Now, another Astros podcast. Welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno, as we are every Sunday and uh, all-Star break ended on Friday and the All-Star game Tuesday in Miami. I mean, quite a showcase for the Astros. Six Astros All-Stars, a, a club record. Four of them got into the All-Star game. Three of them started. And uh, really just a, a kind of a, a validation for what the Astros have been doing, what you've, you guys have been building the last few years. It was. In the past, we've had representation at the All-Star game. But this year, the big story of the All-Star game was the Astros' uh, number of players and impact they were having. It was great to see. I was actually happy Lance didn't come in because he would have come in had the game gotten extra innings and he was going to pitch multiple innings. Uh, we, we need to conserve those innings for later this year. But it was great. Davinsky showed well. Altuve was joking with me yesterday. Still hasn't gotten hit in the All-Star game, but uh, there's always next year. You know, you guys are going to get a couple of acquisitions here pretty soon uh, without even giving anybody up. You guys, uh, Colin McHugh makes a rehab start. Looks like it could be his last rehab start before maybe joining this rotation in Dallas Keuchel tomorrow gets a chance to get back on the bump. Yeah, it's great. And both of those guys are going to be pitching in Corpus, so our fans down there should make sure to stop by the ballpark. But Colin will pitch a full game tomorrow, and then he'll be ready to be activated uh, hopefully next weekend in Baltimore. And Dallas will get his first rehab start. This is an important time for him to get out there and face some live hitters and see how it's uh, going. Hopefully he just needs one or two because we need him back. But both of those guys are going to be a big shot in the arm for rotation that's been hanging in there. We still have been winning games even without them, and certainly will make it easier with them in the rotation. And you mentioned Keuchel, so the plan for him, maybe maybe a couple of rehab starts at this point? We're going to take it day by day, but I would assume at least two and maybe yeah. three. We need to build him up like it's spring training again because he's been down for a while. Um, so, But I would assume he'd be back in our rotation by the end of the month. Francis Martez looked electric yesterday, uh, inning and two-thirds out of the bullpen, and uh, retired all five batters that he was called upon to face. And I mean, he can, that's, when you see how electric he is yesterday, hard not to think of him in that role, especially as you think about this team down the stretch run. I know you guys see him as a starter long term, but for this season, how do you how do you see it playing out for Martez? I always thought that this year Martez would be in our bullpen towards the end of the year and potentially make our playoff roster as an electric arm out of the bullpen. I still think that. He's obviously good insurance to have if our starters go down. We expect to be getting starters back, not losing them from here on out. And so I think he's going to be really uh, considered as a guy that we're going to have down the stretch in the bullpen and certainly in consideration for the postseason. Jeff, I know you can't talk about particulars, but as far as the trade deadline looming, uh, how feverish is it right now and how much pressure do you feel to make an addition to this team? Is, is it maybe just a, a sign of confidence for the guys in the, in the locker room? Well, the fever pitch has picked up quite a bit since the Quintana deal was the first big deal to get over the finish line. And I'm hearing of some other deals this morning. So there's going to be uh, increased activity. I still think our sweet spot is going to be the last few days because there's uh, a lot of players, teams that we don't know what they're going to do yet. Uh, but we're certainly having conversations with everybody that has made a decision. And you know, right now, uh, the cost of acquiring some of these guys is just too high for us. Uh, but we'll see. Either the cost comes down or we change our mind. Um, I want to help the team out as much as I can, but I also have to be responsible because we don't want to 
really hurt ourselves in, in the years to come. We've got a great thing going here, and it's going to be going for, for many years. Once again, joined by Astros General Manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Minnesota Twins this afternoon. J.B. Bukowski is finally in the fold, got signed by the Astros last week. First-round pick pitcher uh, out of the University of North Carolina and uh, not out of an affiliate at this point, but uh, and I know it's still pretty new and obviously had a college season, but what's the plan for Bukowskis at this point? Right now he's going to go to Florida and get a, get a full workup from our team down there and start uh, conditioning himself to get ready to throw in games. He'll probably pitch in the GCL. It's a little unfair for the guys he's going to be facing yeah. uh, to have a dominant college starter face as, you know, 17 and 18-year-olds, uh, but it's a good place for him to cut his teeth a little bit. He'll probably go from there and join uh, uh, Morgan and the group up in Tri-City and, and pitch a few innings. That's a little more intense competition. There's a lot of college players from the draft. So, uh, And then after that, we'll have to wait and see. We don't want to put a lot of innings on his arm. He pitched a lot this year. It's really all about getting ready for next year and just giving him a taste of pro ball. Jeff, we like to watch these uh, the movement going on in the minor leagues and a couple of guys in particular that uh, kind of piqued our interest. Uh, Franklin Perez, one of your highly touted prospects as a pitcher, very young Send him up to Double A now, so he'll get his, he'll get a, a real test at the Double A level because that's a that's a big jump. And the other guy is Framber Valdez, a lefty that we liked in spring training a lot as far as a guy who can spin it and maybe get some lefties out out of the bullpen. Yeah, we're delighted both those guys have moved up. I think uh, some of the coaches wanted to move him up earlier. I told them just to chill a little bit. Uh, we wanted them to go up and have uh, maybe a, a month and a half of the experience at that level and. You know, both of these pitchers are guys that succeeded so far everywhere they've been. I think double-A is a huge challenge, especially pitching in Corpus Christi where the ball flies out of there, the Texas League in general. So I expect we're going to see some some box scores that are, you know, going to make us wince a little bit. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the development experience, and both of them uh, are, are, have earned these promotions. Another guy who's been promoted, Ken Emanuel, made his triple-A debut yesterday with four shutout innings earning the save. For Fresno, third-round pick for the Astros 2013 out of University of North Carolina. How's he been progressing? He's been coming along. He missed, you know, an entire year with Tommy John surgery. And then come when you, know, when you come back after that year, you're always going to struggle a little bit. So, really, we're finally seeing the healthy Kent Emanuel. This is a guy that was used a lot in college. He, he was probably pitched more innings than just about anybody we've drafted. Uh, he's got a good arm. He's got a four-pitch mix. He can he can command most of his stuff all the time, and and he's a guy that you know could be a reliever, could be a starter. We're going to continue to develop him as a starter, but I could see him pitching in the bullpen as a long guy or as a left-handed reliever as well. How's his breaking ball now? It's getting better. I mean, yep. he's got a slider and a and a curveball, and uh, he uses them both. And it's uh, you know sometimes the feel for the breaking ball is the last thing to come back after you have surgery. Yep. All right. You mentioned Morgan Innsberg. He's uh, Obviously a very popular former Astro, but he's managing for the first time short season with Tri-City. What's the early word on how he's doing? And when you talk to him, how does he like it? Well, first of all, the one thing that describes Morgan, as you all know, is energy. This yeah. guy's got about as much energy as, as you can imagine. And when he was an advisor going around roving the system, it was great to see him come in and express that energy for a couple days and the players would get fired up. But to see it on a day-to-day -day basis, uh -huh. uh, he's been tremendous. He connects with all the players. He's enthusiastic and encouraging. And I think he's got some real managerial upside. Astro General Manager Jeff Luno, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.